Hi, my name is Ernesto De Foot. I am a husband, a father, and a minister of Christ Jesus. I am very passionate of helping others to reach their dreams, to reach their goals, and most importantly, their purpose in this life. Everyone has a calling. Everyone has a purpose. This is the reason why we have created this podcast that is called Get Elevated. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Get Elevated. Before we get started, I want to share some few announcements with you all. My wife, Jillian DeFoot, has a podcast that is called Here We Grow. I want to encourage everyone when you have time to please look for her at iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. This program that she is producing, it is an amazing and blessing program. Here we grow. Her intentions and her motive and her purpose is to help for those who hear her messages to help them grow in their lives, help them grow in their businesses, in their ministries, and also in the marketplace. And if you are a leader at your job or you're a leader at a church or whatever that you do, she wants to help you to grow in every aspect of your life. So I encourage you guys, please take a minute and look for her. Now, there's another announcement that I want to share is for those who are interested of where we are fellowshipping at, we are fellowshipping and also under the umbrella of Ignite the Flame church that is pastored by Carlo Xavier. I'm telling you, he is a young man that is fired for the Lord, and his vision and his mission is to stir up that fire inside of you. That's why the ministry is called Ignite the Flame. So if you are more interested in our fellowship, please go to www.ignitetheflame.org. Thank you for your patience, and we're about to get started. Thank you for your patience. Now let's get this started. You guys all know that today's subject matter is fame is knocking on your door. What are you going to do about it? Before we get deeper into this subject matter, I wanted to refresh your mind that everyone has a calling, that everyone has a purpose and a destiny. Now, through your destiny, through your journey of life, there are two types of attitude that we can operate And number one is humility or number two is pride. So somehow in our lives, we operate in one of those kinds of attitude. Let me mention those attitude again. It is humility and pride. Now, 
There is a reason why I am mentioning I am mentioning these attitudes because it depends of your reaction of what line of work you're doing, especially when you're in ministry or especially when you are in the marketplace or when you are in a in, in any area of business or in the corporate world or in the leadership role or you're leading in the government. Wherever that you are doing in this life, there are two types of attitude that we operate. Now, my question is for you, and this is a self-evaluation that I want you guys to do, is what attitude are you operating in? Are you operating in humility or are you operating in pride? Now, let me speak about a little bit about humility. Humility um, it is sad to say, but is this true facts that humility for some people it is sign of weakness. So some are scared to operate in humility, but some love to operate or like to operate in pride because some sense in some people's lives they feel that they have to have a some sense of pride over their lives to conquer what they want to conquer. But pride, if you're not very careful, pride can destroy you. Pride can cause for you to have an unteachable spirit. When I say an unteachable spirit, it means that no one can teach you. You know it all. You know what you're doing. And if you have this type of attitude... I'm sorry that I have to say this for those who are here in this podcast today. It is time for you to evaluate yourself and start knocking down that pride. Because in life in general, we have to experience humility. Now, some might debate against me of what I am sharing, but humility brings a teachable spirit. A humility spirit or a humility heart, let me say that, it causes someone to be humble and always ready to hear and to learn whatever he has to learn to get to his next journey, to get to his next purpose, to get to his next uh, destiny over his life. Humility is the key for your success in business and marketplace uh, in corporate world, and if you're a leader, humility goes long forever. And I, I want to share this with you guys because if you are a leader right now, and I'm speaking to your life, when you are a leader, it doesn't mean that you know it all. Every day is a different challenge. Every day we face different obstacles, different uh, 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 trials and tribulations. And we leaders don't know it all. We're going to lead the people of who you're leading. But at the same time, you, you have a heart of humility to learn in the process of what you're going through. So if you're really listening to this and this is challenging you, that is challenging you to see what attitude you are operating in, 
I want you to analyze yourself. What attitude are you operating? This is very important for the body of Christ to hear and everyone else who are hearing this podcast. You want to succeed in your business. You want to succeed in the marketplace. Or if you want to succeed in ministry, I encourage you to seek humility. Let me say this one more time. I encourage you to seek humility. Now, humility is not a sign of weakness. Humility is what is going to teach you to persevere, to conquer, and in the midst of through all that you experience, it's going to teach you to love and it's going to teach you how to learn in the midst of your processes. Come on, I don't know who I'm talking to, but I, I pray that this message is really uh, uh, blessing everyone that are here in this podcast. Now, yes, it is the key. Humility is the key. Now, let me use an example real quick here. In the good, in the good word, or uh, I call it the Bible, um, it talks about a, a powerful story when Jesus was in this earth, flesh and blood. All right. Now, in the beginning of his ministry, we see in John chapter six that Jesus, we all knew that Jesus can perform miracles. We all knew that Jesus was powerful through the Holy Spirit. He could rise the dead. He could uh, uh, cast out every spirits that are evil. He could have cast out of any sicknesses that was around in people's lives. It was so powerful that in John chapter 6, there is a story that caught my attention. Let me uh, emphasize it in your own time. Please read it in John chapter 6. Now we see in this story that Jesus was in front of five thousands of men. And that's not including children and that's not including women. All right. So it's more than that. And Jesus was teaching and preaching the crowd. Now, at the end of his teaching and the end of his preaching, the crowd got hungry. Now, Jesus asked the disciples, hey, let's go find food. Go find food so we can feed them. And they, uh, one of his disciples found a child that, that had five loaf of bread and five little fishes. And the Bible says that when Jesus seen that, he picked up those baskets of the five loaf of bread and five of, 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 of fishes, and he prayed over it and then multiplied. In that chapter, you see that Jesus fed every single person that was there presently. And that was over 5,000 people. And I said that people continued to eat and there were so much leftovers that Jesus asked the disciples to pick up the extra basket so they can take their extra food with them. Look at that miracle that took place. But here is what the crowd started to do. They seen that Jesus can multiply five loaf of bread and can multiply five little fishes that can multiply to thousands of thousands of 
bro, a bread of uh, a loaf of bread, excuse me, and little fishes as well. The crowd, and the Bible says in chapter six of John, it says clearly that the crowd wanted to force Jesus to be king of Israel because of what the miracle, uh, oh, excuse me, what happened or what Jesus did. He multiplied those food. So the, the, the people of Israel say, you're going to be our king because they seen the miracle. You know what Jesus did? Because Jesus did not have the spirit of pride, but he had the spirit of humility. And the Bible says that Jesus escaped from the crowd and he hid himself in the hills. And, there, and there's a reason why he did that. And it's because Jesus wasn't seeking for fame. Jesus wasn't seeking to become a king as the way that the Israelites was expecting him to be. They wanted Jesus to be king because he could supply them in their needs. So the crowd wanted to take advantage and to force him to be a king. Now, a person that has a prideful heart would have fall for that fame because you see that that opportunity presented itself to Jesus, but Jesus escaped from it. Now, this is why we titled, excuse me, not we, I, uh, titled through the Holy Spirit of that says fame is knocking on your door what you're going to do about it. Fame is always going to knock on your door. Listen to me very carefully. You're very successful in everything that you are doing because you're passionate. You're, 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 you put your heart into the business, into the ministry, into everything that you do. Fame is always going to knock on your door, but it depends on how you react towards it. Are you going to react in humility? And run away from that fame, or you're gonna be in and having the spirit of pride and receive that fame. When you receive that fame in the spirit of pride, everything everything becomes self. When you are under humility and it's not about you, it's about the person who lives in you, and that's the Holy Spirit. Jesus escape from the crowd. Now let me show you another example. In John chapter 7, you see that he went back to Galilee and there was a Jewish festival that was going on in Judea. But the brothers of Jesus seen an opportunity that Jesus could have become famous in the region of Judea. You see this? So when the brothers of Jesus said, yo, Jesus, and I'm just emphasizing, but please, when you get a chance, read John chapter 7. But they said, yo, Jesus, go to Judea and perform the miracles that you can do. And Jesus' response said, no, it's not even my time. No, it's not my time to even go to Judea and not even go over there to perform Miracles. There is a reason why Jesus, there's a reason why Jesus has said this because Jesus wasn't looking for fame. His brothers, however, 
was looking for fame. His brother said, yo, you can be very famous if you go to Judea and perform these such miracles. And Jesus told him, well, you go, brothers, and enjoy yourself in the festivity of this festival that is going on in Judea. But I am going to stay here. And we all know that in the next chapter, Jesus still went, but he went in secret so people couldn't know what he was doing. But the, the, what I'm trying to articulate here, everyone, for those who are here in my podcast, is that you see the heart of Jesus. Jesus was not looking for fame. Jesus was not looking for popu popularity. Jesus was not looking for none of that. What he was looking for was to complete the will of the one who sent him. And we all know that the father has sent him into this world so he can complete the will of the father. Now, my question is, are you completing your mission with pride? Or you're completing your mission with humility, knowing you knowing the one who sent you to do that mission, to do your calling, to walk in your purpose, in your destiny. I encourage everyone who are listening to this podcast, do everything in excellence through humility. Don't seek for fame. And this is why I titled this uh, uh, a message, fame is always going to knock on your door. Let me tell you, everything that you do, many people came up to me and said, Ernie, how can you escape from fame? Fame is always going to be there. Yes. And the Bible says that Jesus became famous in the region of Judea, in the region of, 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 of Samaria. And, and everywhere that Jesus had ministered, he became famous. The thing is, is that Jesus wasn't seeking for becoming famous. The people were seeking for him because he could perform miracles, healing the sick, casting out devils, casting out demons, and also resurrecting people from the dead. So, yes, fame will chase you, but don't allow it to enter into your heart. Close it. Yes, you don't have no control when people start looking for you. When people start looking because of, of how God uses you, remind those people who chases you, especially fame. And this is not about you. I always say this. It's not about Ernesto de Fruit. It's about the Holy Spirit who lives in me and through me. Okay? Let him become famous. Let him be known to the world. I don't want to be a somebody. I'm actually a nobody that talks about a somebody, and that somebody is Jesus Christ. And everything that you do it, do it with excellency, and also, please, do it with humility. Thank you for listening, and stay in tune through this podcast. I would love to hear any feedback on what you like to hear or any topics that is interesting you. Please email me at apostledefruit at gmail.com. I'm going to spell it out. It is A-P-O-S-T-L-E dot D-I-F-F-U-T at gmail.com. If this has impacted you, please leave a five-star rating 
and a review, share, and subscribe. Your reviews help others to locate this podcast, and my hope is that this falls into the right ears. Thank you very much, and God bless you all.